Welcome to the Food Complex Podcast, the podcast where we discuss food, culture, and everything in between. I'm your host, Andrew. And I'm Marco. Thank you guys for tuning in. Yes. Hit that intro music. So, Marco, how you doing this week? I'm good, sir. How are you? I'm feeling good. Feeling good. I uh, just walked, came fresh from the Barbie movie. Ooh, how was that? Very Barbie-y. I don't uh, want to spoil anything for the listeners if you haven't watched it already. Was it lo- like a lot of pink? Oh, so much pink. Mm. It was mwah, magnifico <laughs> pink. What was that? The scene in the trailer where she she steps out of her shoe? Mm-hmm. How did they do that? She held onto a bar is what uh, I read. She like stepped out and they had a bar in front of her and she like s- held onto that bar. It was pretty... Uh, I honestly like... If you had told me the plot of the Barbie movie... And said that's the plot of the Barbie movie. I would have been like, no, it's not. That doesn't make sense. like why. I guess for those type like that type of movie, uh, like you could do anything honestly because Barbie is like everything. So you can do whatever the hell you want. It's like you watched the movie already too. <laughs> no, no, I did not. I will be watching it tomorrow though. All right, you guys tell me how it is. Excited. Um. Anyways, we're a food podcast, not a movie podcast. No, but we. We, we probably shouldn't dive into this. That, that, that field is already heavily filled with a bunch of podcasts. Uh, again, welcome back to Food Complex, guys. Uh, my name's Marco. I just want a little background for us. Um, I'm Italian. Andrew's Vietnamese. We both love food. I don't know if we went over this the last two episodes, but uh, we love to learn about food. We love to eat food, and we love to drink. And all of that combined makes this podcast. I don't deny anything you just said. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. And um, a lot of the things that we talk about are usually related to our own cultures. Maybe, maybe yeah, not. Yeah, so all, don't but, come at us yeah. if, we, if we said something wrong. I'm yeah. just doing the best research I can <laughs> on free time I have. Uh, so, yeah, and also I think Andrew said this last week or the week before, but if you guys have any, any dishes that you're interested in, please feel free to comment or... or email us at foodcomplexpod at gmail.com. Again, that's foodcomplexpod.com pod at gmail.com awesome 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 so let's get into it let's do our normal thing andrew what did you get into this week i got into a lot of shenanigans but <laughs> the shenanigans i really enjoyed eating this week uh surprisingly was actually a couple days ago oh no it was yesterday mm. it was yesterday shake shack okay have you had shake shack I ha- okay i had it for the first time this year actually in my life okay what's your thoughts um I'm a big fan of. You're them. wrong. I don't care what you have to say. You're wrong. <laughs> Shake Shack is delicious. It is so good and crispy. I was gonna say I'm a good. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan of grilled onions. Those grilled onions they put on it, delicious. So I discovered they don't put considered quote unquote gr- normal grilled onions. They put what they call roadside onions, and I was so curious of what it was. So I looked it up. It's beer like simmered onions with Ooh. bacon residue or like bacon fat. Ooh. So, I mean, I could be wrong again, correct me, but it's so good. Cause when I had it, that's a good point. Cause when I had it and you would just ask me, I, th- I wanted to say the onion jam. Cause it seems very jammy. It was very sticky, jammy, yeah. um, but it's, it's delicious. And the, the bun is uh, oh. soft. Actually, yes. you're describing. Keep I, going. I, oh, you can keep going. <laughs> no, I don't care. This you, is a delicious burger. You, since you had it. Talk about you, it. You had it recently. I haven't had it in a while. It's like a smash. It's like a smash burger. It's got mm-hmm. a nice. Cr- the beef's got a nice crust on it. It's really beefy in flavor. You don't get. A, you don't miss out a lot. They don't over season it with anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have. I got the shack burger. 
it comes with tomatoes on or tomatoes and lettuce and the shack sauce which again we can all assume it's secret sauce i'm sure it's secret sauce yeah of some sort like a thousand island thousand island sauce yeah usually. and then i ordered it with crispy onions Ooh. and sliced onions i love onions Jesus. so it was, don't go kissing this guy i don't want you guys kissing me i'm married <laughs> get the fuck away from me uh Unless you're Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, come at this. Uh, it's so good. Double onions. It just, the freshness of the, the lettuce and tomato really cuts that beefy fat. And then you get that nice crunch of the sliced onions and the the golden crunch of the uh, the, the fried onions. Oh my oh, God. It sounds like you're describing it in my mouth salivating. It's, it's so good. I ordered it twice. Wow. I'm not even joking. I ordered it twice. And <laughs> it was, uh, the, the bun, you're right, is like soft yeah. and cushiony. It's funny. It, uh, so I hate doing this, but one of the pointers my brother gave me about this pod was talk about him more. So I'm Talk gonna... about your brother more. <laughs> okay. So he says, and I kind of agree that it's better than In-N-Out. I was talking about this last night and I was like, I don't... I, In-N-Out to me... Is, In-N-Out's good. It, it's good. And this is a, a side a side convo about me. I went like vegetarian for two years. It was the worst mistake he's ever it made. It was terrible. It was terrible. No, I felt good. It makes you feel good. But you're also just like, there's nothing to eat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but when I came back, the first burger I had was In-N-Out. And I immediately thought, oh, I didn't miss out on anything. Like I was like, this this burger is not good, and I, I was like depressed about it. I'm in shock. Yeah, it was just like, it, it's sometimes dry. The it's okay. I, I will. Mm. You know what I mean. I and I do grilled onions on it. Again, I'm gonna order in and out all the effing time. That don't stop me from that. Also, the drive through is like a killer. that's what stops. That's what stops me is the drive through. <laughs> oh yeah, I can walk inside, but you know, I'm lazy, so. <laughs> Well, I'm saying, I'm saying because uh, Shake Shack doesn't have a drive-thru. So you got to go with the In-N-Out drive-thru. Yeah, but Shake Shack's worth it. I mean, it's, they got a little more variety. They have hot dogs. Anyways, I agree that Shake Shack is better than In-N-Out. I don't know if it is better. That's Damn. the thing. Like, I think they're, on the, they're two different burgers. I mean... Because I guess you're right. Know, Smash Burger versus... Yeah, exactly. Burger. And it's a, a traditional... If you're going for like a traditional like burger, I think In-N-Out... And people are going <laughs> to crucify me for this. I think Carl's Jr. is up there too. Oh my god! <laughs> I think we need. I need a new host. <laughs> you I'm do. For I a love. New host. I love Carl's Jr. because they add that fake smokes like flavor to it. Wow. But anyways, back to In and Out. I think In and Out is like a traditional burger. It gets all the points right, but yeah. it doesn't develop that crust like a norm like the uh, Shake Shack burger does. Yeah, yeah. Bun's different. I it's it's funny that we keep talking about that, but the bun keeps it keeps. I keep thinking about the Shake Shack bun. Oh no, the Shake Shack and bun's definitely so okay. Good. So here's it. It's I'll soft. break it down. Okay, Shake Shack bun definitely tops In and Out's buns. Okay, for sure. In and Out's fries tops Shake Shack's fries. No, I don't like crinkle cut fries, dude. It, the fries for In and Out taste like cardboard. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I want that fake ass. Fry. No. I me, want those fake me, ass fries. You're not doing a right over there at in and out if you think they're dry. Well, I get the animal style, obviously, because I'm a fat fuck. But... Oh, man. Animal style fries so good. Yeah. <laughs> animal style fries, cheese fries. Mm. A fun thing that... I mean, I'm sure TikTok and all of social media has been about this is you get the animal style fries. You get a flying Dutchman on the side. You put the flying Dutchman on top of the animal style fries. You got fries and a burger on top. Damn. It's so good. Damn. Yes. Andrew's now sponsored by In-N-Out. 
I, yeah, Olive Garden, get out of here. In and out, come come get me. I do have an In and Out shirt as well. So In and Out, come get me. No, I mean I'll always get In and Out. I have no issues with it. The Shake Shack, I would if Shake Shack had a drive through that it was accessible to me, I would go there more. Yeah, I also think In and Out's pricing is better than Shake Shacks. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, agree. it's 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 what I, it's why I'm there. I'm In and Out most of the time. Plus, they have drive through. So, comment down below In and Out versus Shake Shack. Ooh. It's a good debate. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. I would I'm love surprised to hear you guys' opinions. I'm surprised because I thought that you would have been, especially being a sh- recently at Shake Shack, I thought you would have been gung-ho about it, but you were very No, I'm, I'm, I'm very... <laughs> I know I can be a prisoner of the moment, and it's it, it might be something that's on my mind, but no, Shake Shack's burgers are great. I think In-N-Out also, like, because what I do with my... My In-N-Out order is pretty simple. Okay. I have two different orders I go to. Okay. <laughs> I say I'm simple. I have two different orders. <laughs> I will go with the traditional double double, with whole grilled onions, okay, and with also raw onions. Oh my god, and dude! I will do the chopped chilies in there, and that's that. This is like the SpongeBob episode. It yeah. really is. And then Sunday, <laughs> <laughs> and then my other order would be a double double, whole grilled onions, sliced onions, but no lettuce, no tomatoes. Okay, I do that. I like that because, and I'm a, I'm a big, I love tomatoes and I love, I, I don't love them. We need the, we need the, we need them. The veggies. But I don't like veggies. And we talked about this when we talked about lasagna in my burger because this integrity is compromised. Oh, it's too slippery. Yes. Everything's slipping yeah. out of your hands. The, the, the tomato, you're pulling it out with your teeth and like you have a big tomato flopping against your chin. Mm-hmm. Chef. <laughs> yes, chef. <laughs> Did you see that, by the way? What? That picture of uh, the guy from Bear? Was oh, it Jer- shirt off? Jeremy Allen White? No, I haven't seen him with a shirt off. Dude, but I've seen him. He, my he, guy, dude. My guy's been. Does he have hand tattoos? Gym. Are you going to do what he says? No. No. On the show, yes. <laughs> but in real life, no. But his he's ripped, dude. It's crazy. Oh, I, I bet he is. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I mean, you see it on the show. You know what? <laughs> Never mind. Besides you. <laughs> we both have, have wives and future wives. I just want everyone to know. Anyways. Okay. Yes. Uh. And I think the variety of Shake Shack's shakes, top tier. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, what in and out got the basics. Yeah, of course. No, I agree with that. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good. Yeah, yeah I, I but can that's go, different. I can go all day about this. Yeah, but I won't. Okay. Because I'm going to ask you, what, what did you have? enjoy this week? Um. Okay. So I cooked this meal. So well, damn, putting me to shame. Well, no, it, it's so. Sarah, my fiance, I have to give a because no one knows who these people are, so we have to talk about them more. You know, Sarah, no. my fiance, <laughs> Sarah's your wife, my future wife. Um, she likes to come up with dishes that like I have to like work for whenever she like wants to eat. <laughs> what do you mean work for? Well, like if I were to eat dinner, if I were to cook dinner for myself, it would just be like hot dogs. Like a, mm-hmm, I did have that once. No, just like a plate of pasta. Like I would just you know put on a pot. Water, pasta, you know, that's what I would eat with sauce. But for some reason, this woman, you know, she likes to, like, get creative. And not saying I'm not creative, but, like, when I'm in the mood, I'll make a dish, right? But anyways, the dish that I had was a one-pot Greek chicken and lemon rice. Um, What you do is you marinate the chicken in, you know, lemon uh, Greek, uh, Greek yogurt, marinating Greek, <laughs> Greek uh, oregano, garlic, and salt. You marinate that for a, a couple hours, 
and then you grill it, uh, get it brown on both sides. You baste it with uh, with the sauce, the remainder of the sauce, and then you throw it over rice with the with the grilled lemon. It's delicious. That sounds amazing. But I want to describe my experience making it because that was the most interesting to me. Was I I had this these basted marinated chickens, mm-hmm. and I have that big ass. Hold on, chicken thighs, breasts, chicken breasts. You know those big pans that you throw on top of your stovetop that like have gr- like the grill. You could get grill marks on them. Oh yeah, yeah. We, I don't know what those I, are called. I recently just we've had it for a long time, and I just used it recently. It's amazing. Yes, it is amazing. Until is yours nonstick? Until you realize it's not nonstick. <laughs> and I threw these chicken breasts on, and it was going good. Oh. You know. Nice and that sound, which you know is good. Yeah. And then smoke started coming up. And I was like, oh, shit, I got to take this off. Yep. And I start ripping off this chicken, and it's sticking to this pan or whatever it was called. And let's just call it griddle. A griddle. A griddle. A griddle? I think a griddle, griddle is it, maybe? Or McGriddle? A McGriddle is delicious. But no, a <laughs> griddle, I think, no, I think griddle's flat top. Uh, it's, whatever, grill pan. Yes, let's grill, just call it grill, grill pan. pan. And oh man, it was a mess. And did I did it just like rip so much. It was much ripping off. off. Uh, oh, no. It was burning. I was kind of freaking out. Oh, no no one was home. There was smoke everywhere. Oh, My kitchen no. small. This man trying to be a good yeah, fiance. Sarah, Sarah comes home. and She goes, "Babe, the, the whole house is smoking." I said, and I popped my head that out. That doesn't like, help. <laughs> I'm dying over here. And uh, but it turned out fine. The, the food tasted good. It was just and then the fucking mess, dude. The just don't use these griddles if you if they're not non-stick because it, the mess wait hold on did you oil the pan first yes i did well listen maybe i didn't i did but it was like the avocado spray this man's <laughs> italian using avocado spray well, i didn't want i didn't want to throw fucking olive oil on this pan that's like in the open flame you know you have an open flame no o- oven yes or stove yeah yeah I'm oh not, man i ain't no I ain't no rent. I don't even know what the joke was going to be. The electric <laughs> stove thing. I don't know what the joke was going to be. No, that's... Oh, I'm sorry that it stuck. I thought it was... Yeah, I thought it, was it was horrible. Stick. It tasted great, though. Um, was there anything special with the rice? No. I, I cooked it with... I usually do it with, like, chicken stock instead of water. Mm, that's special. Get some uh, flavor in there. Mm. And and then they grilled uh, lemons. I'm not a fan. Oh, really? Why not? Yeah, I, I don't like it. I like a grilled lemon. I'm not, which is funny because I love lemon. Like, I'll eat lemon raw. With really? Because I heard you hate lemon desserts. I'm going to call you out right now. You've been talking Eileen, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I will stick by that. We'll discuss that later one day. But This yes. man hates lemon desserts. It's because there shouldn't be fruit. No, sorry. Scratch that. There shouldn't be sour lemon flavor and orange and citrusy flavors in your dessert that's supposed to be sweet what's your uh what's your instagram handle so that people can attack you on this <laughs> no, i don't because... want anyone to tell i there's nothing there's no argument because i'm right this is the thing all right yeah well, people go, go back go back to your wrong. grilled lemons go back to your grilled Anyways, lemons marco i like lemons raw and i put a little bit of sugar on them yum 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 is tasty which psychopath eileen don't listen to this episode because this like totally negates everything i said <laughs> yeah, it really does <laughs> Anyways, but, so what don't you like about a charred lemon? I don't the know. The sugars get caramelized a little bit. It's, you bring out the natural uh, juices. I just like I'm not a fan of like eating like a hearty meal, like chicken or steak or whatever, and like having like you know when they do like grilled pineapple or you know now grilled... he's coming over pineapples, man. <laughs> but that's no, I just like don't want a fruit with my savory food. You know what I mean? Oh, are you the type that doesn't like pineapples on pizza? Uh, we're not going to talk about that right now. 
That's crazy. God, maybe we won't why, have why another. Would, why would maybe we, we won't have another episode. Oh if, my god! This, this podcast will end right now if you think that that is good to do. It is so good oh, to do. Shit. You I'm, put I'm pineapple. Walking. I'm on, walking. First off, I'm, I'm not talking like a traditional Italian like stone oven pizza. No, I'm a trash person. Domino's pineapple bacon bits. But why? Oh. Why do you need the fruit? Just need, eat the fruit on the side. Why do you need it on the top? Just because just, I like. You it. know what you could do? Sweet, this is what you do. This is what you do. Order pizza. No ham. Get a bowl of that little pineapple bits. And each bite of pizza, throw the pineapple bits in your mouth. It's, it doesn't have the cheese and the, the heat yeah, on it. Yeah, but it's it. all smashing up in your mouth anyways. All right. Smashing up in my mouth. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> anyways, that's what I had this week. And it tasted really good. That sounds amazing. It though. was good. It Where was did you good. guys find the recipe? I don't know. Sarah looks stuff up online and she just... it's on. Oh, she just found it? It's on Pinterest and stuff. She you should like, throw a you know. bay leaf in your rice next time with your chicken stock. Add, really? Add a little more flavor. Really? Is that what you do? No. Because I make white rice, just white rice. Oh. But interesting. It's just a funny little experiment. Okay, you'll be my guinea pig. Oh, you haven't done it before. <laughs> no. no, that's smart. You're though. my guinea pig. That's gonna be smart. <laughs> but then it would ta- taste a little bit too aromatic. Yes, it. That's the point. Then I would I'll assume try it. what my my weird little hamster brain, my lizard lizard brain is <sighs> thinking is what you could do with that is you don't have to add as much seasoning onto whatever meat you have, and you can. That way, it forces the oh yes the eater yep, 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 yep. to have more like with the rice, rice and the meat together, mm-hmm. and it kind of balances out like the starchiness with the maybe saltiness of the food. That's a great idea. I'll try yeah, that. This is just me experimenting on top of yeah. my head. Bobby Flay's probably looking at me or listening to this because yeah. he does listen. Yeah, I, I, saw. I saw it said it. listener Bobby Flay. Yeah, we see and, you, Bobby. And he's probably gonna roll his eyes going, "That's Iron Chef stuff." Stop yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although my my true idol is Alton Brown. Oh yeah, I, I would who love. Who doesn't? Who doesn't listen to this? I would love to meet Alton Brown. We will one day. one day. Just like tag us with Alton Brown, please. Oh my God, <laughs> you don't know how excited that would be if Alton Brown liked one of our episodes. I would lose my yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he will. He'll come on one day. I would hope. We're so. basically doing his show. Oh my God, we are Good Eats. <laughs> yeah, this is a repurposed this Good is Eats. Good Eats, but you know, not as good. Uh, what is? Oh man, I, I got so excited. What is today's episode? I'm sorry. Yes, uh, we got excited. Um, today I did another episode about an Italian dish because Typical. surprise, surprise, I'm Italian. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, he did his hands like the Italian, <laughs> like the Godfather over here. Yes, He's got all yes. of Italian flags flying out of nowhere all of a sudden. What yes. the hell? I got an offer you can't refuse. Oh, that's god. what I'll tell you. Um, so we did, and this might be a, a niche dish that that a lot of you may not know, but if you've been to an Italian restaurant recently, these are it's becoming more and more popular. Um, the more I look around, and it's called uh, pasta alla matriciana. Basically, a matriciana is pasta, usually bucatini pasta, tomato sauce, white wine, red pepper and chili flakes, and guanciale topped with pecorino romano cheese. You know, this is a second, obviously, second dish that you've brought to us. Red sauce, white wine. I think it's, I think we talked about, did we talk about this in lasagna? But I I think we did. It's the the sweetness. Uh I think it adds the sweetness to it. Or I'm, at least I'm assuming. Because really like, norm, again, normally my mind just goes to red wine because it adds complexity and more flavor. But I guess you're right. Maybe balancing out the acidity with a yeah. little more sweetness. Because like if you have if you've cooked tomato sauce just raw like for yourself, it's like so acidic. Mm. And to cut that, you need you need I need white wine. Like I said, the secret to my mom's is baking soda, 
a lot of salt. Um, oh yeah, I guess baking soda would like neutralize that. Acidity. Yeah, because or else it just tastes like yeah, super sour, mm. like a lemon dessert. That shouldn't be like that. Anyways, okay, so I'm going to kind of walk through this slowly because there's a lot of specific ingredients for this that are, in my opinion, necessary to make the entire dish, mm-hmm. such as bucatini pasta. I was gonna, I was gonna ask that next. Like, you, for this dish, I mean, you could do bu- bucatini's, you know, normal. You could do spaghetti. You could do other type of long strands of pasta. What's the difference between spaghetti and bucatini? Bucatini. I was going to describe it. Thank you for jumping ahead. Of course. I like to jump ahead. Bucatini, if you don't know, is a the pasta that has the hole through it. Uh, think those pool noodles that we used to play with back in the day. We used to whack them on the pool and they make a loud sound. And then you have those weirdos like me who would straddle it and then pull it over your shoulder and then blow water out. I don't think I like the the, the term that you straddled this the is, noodle. This is the late night food Marco complex. straddles the noodle. This is the late night Before podcast. blowing into the noodle. Yeah. You know those noodles, though? Okay. Yeah. That's literally a bucatini. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I guess we can talk about it now. Not my favorite noodle. Fuck you, Marco. I <laughs> love bucatini. You know why? You want me to tell you why? Why? What's the best way to cook pasta? How do you want your pasta? Okay, you and I might differ in this because you might have a different way. Me, when I see pasta, I cook pasta, I look at the box, directions, I do two minutes less than what the box is. Okay, yeah, you, no, we're the same. I okay. mean, you go maybe a little bit too far. That's crazy. That's like that's like raw pasta. No, man. Al dente a- is what we're looking for, right? Yeah. Al dente. I, I, well, I, I think I cook it longer in the sauce okay. than it should. Yes. No, that's that's a good... Oh, wow, yeah. look at this guy. He is an iron chef. Holy shit. No, look at me. Al dente is like having a bite, right? It's a bite. The pasta has a bite. This is why I don't like bucatini because pasta is supposed to be al dente, right? And when you cook bucatini al dente, you got a floppy fucking noodle whacking you in the face when you're slurping it down. Right, late night food complex. <laughs> this man's right. Like, he's worried about noodles flopping. In no, his I'm face. serious. You're su- you're sucking these noodles down. <laughs> right. You're sucking these noodles down, and it's flopping you all around the face. You look like a clown. You got sauce all. Why are you eating noodles? That they're flopping <laughs> your face. Have you? I don't want to cut my noodles. So what, wait, whole when I when you I you know people who cut their noodles? Yeah, of course. What do you mean? There's some weirdos out there. I know weirdos. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. I know. Don't I, cut your noodles, y'all. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Weird people. You sp- spin it. On okay, your fork. but you can't do that with bucatini. It's too thick. Those noodles are too thick to do. You a got perfect... some weak ass forks, no, man. No, no, I listen, got. Listen. Uh, I cook bucatini. All the, uh, Marco's shaking his head at me. You're wrong. I my they fit on my fork just fine. Everyone should know for this podcast. I'm always right. Andrew's always wrong. That's probably ninety percent of the <laughs> true. No, but you you spin. You do the little twirl with your fork. And the new, the bucatini is like kind of like still straggling, and you try to throw that big. <sighs> Go ahead. You try to throw that big thing in your 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 gullet down your gullet. Do you un, do you do you open your jaw a little no, wider than you no, normally do? No, but anyways, that's why I'm not a fan of bucatini. A matriciana is my is just I don't know. I, I would do it. With, with I'm spaghetti. shocked you don't like bucatini. Yeah, just like, because just... no, honestly, it's the, like the the structural integrity. So the because too spaghetti messy. because spaghetti is not there's no hole in it which again the difference between bucatini and spaghetti is there's a hole there's a huge hole throughout yes yeah yeah and it makes it thicker and it makes it like stiffer <laughs> Jesus Christ I didn't know that this was gonna happen with bucatini I honestly didn't know that this was gonna happen <laughs> but honestly it's like we're talking it's, about food yeah this man's <laughs> talking about boners anyways, anyways anyways 
That's why I'm not. Your a mom fan. doesn't listen, right? Uh, she said she listened to the last one, but I don't believe her. <laughs> I don't believe her, and hopefully she's not listening to this one. But anyways, they've used they used bucatini specifically for this pasta because back in the day where it was created, which I'll go into in a bit, they used to use fresh pasta, and in order to get that fresh pasta to the shepherds, would use would travel to you know shepherd their animals. I don't know what shepherds do. They shepherd things. I don't know either, so I'm <laughs> keep quiet. They would, they would go to, uh, you know, a, the, the farm, you know, walk through a different area, and they would have this fresh pasta. In order to keep it fresh, like, intact, they would wrap it around little wires and, like, carry it oh, with them. So they would use that type of pasta, and that's why bucatini is the, the choice, mm-hmm. right? And then we have guanciale. A lot of you may have never had guanciale. Guanciale is a cured meat, usually from the cheek of the pig, the jowl. So here's my question. Okay. Because guanciale, I, I've I've made this dish before, and I've made several dishes with that require guanciale. But the thing is, I am not able to find guanciale, and I use pancetta instead. What is the difference between the two, if you know? Um, guanciale is fattier and less meaty, mm-hmm. and pancetta is the opposite. Right. Um, it comes from pancetta is comes from the belly of the pig. It's uh, more expensive than bacon and guanciale, and it's usually cured in salt brine. So the difference between the taste, the texture, and the taste is extremely different. Guanciale is a lot thicker, softer. Pancetta gets that crispier uh, because of the non non fattiness of it. It gets that crispier taste and texture. Gotcha. And I think guanciale, in my opinion, adds a little bit more depth to the dish. It adds a little bit more fat. I need to find some guanciale then. I need to, it's compare, hard. I need to compare the and, two. And a fun fact, for those of you who don't know, guanciale was banned in to be banned being imported into America until 2013 because of some sort of swine disease. Ten, ten years ago. That's yeah. Very, you know, really recent. Yeah, it's been a decade. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's been hard to get, but you can still get it. But it is damn expensive as well. Like I don't know why. I don't know why these things are expensive. I mean, I guess it's the way they cure them and put them in salt and all that shit. And it's how, probably timing, yeah. Yeah, how they, how much time it takes. Shipping. But why can't we just make our own guanciale at home? We'll go find a pig. You're right. Don't look at me. That's rude. So, do any of you guys that own pigs? Uh, don't look at your husbands and wives. Up. That's rude. <laughs> I will take the little pig and I'll I'll make it my own. <laughs> Honestly, could could you could you kill a, ki- no, a pig? No, of course not. They're too damn cute. I couldn't do that. Little tiny ones, those little like baby ones, are so oh, cute. Yeah, I know. No, I couldn't. And even the fat big daddies are like, I'm kind of you know a softy for. Yeah, I kill I kill a fat pig. <laughs> You're an evil piece of shit. Oh, don't. <laughs> Don't tell me something I don't know. Anyways, okay, so that was the ingredients. Those are the two significant ingredients to me. You know, just like tomato sauce, red pepper flakes. I don't know. You guys could find those anywhere. I messed up. I made this dish once, and I didn't include any type of meat. So I basically just made... You made spaghetti. I made a spaghetti (laughs) with spicy sauce. It was delicious, but it didn't have anything, so I don't even know... Were you aware that you didn't... You made it wrong? Uh, Yes, and then my mom... I called my mom, and she got really mad at me. Wait. She was like... Why would you not include... No, sorry. My mom was like, oh, that's okay. And then you hear my dad in the back. Because it's my dad's favorite dish. You hear my dad in the back saying, oh, no, that's to- that's horrible. Oh, no. And he was just getting really mad. Why does your dad sound like he's from The Godfather? You never, you never met him. He does sound like <laughs> exactly like that. If you know my dad, DM me and tell me that he sounds like that. Really? Oh, no. Oh, no. No. So what made you want to make the dish in the first place? 
It's Sarah's favorite dish as well. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, why not? It's easy. In my opinion, it's easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, most Italian dishes are easy. Uh, you just have to have the ingredients. And honestly, it like, doesn't take time. No, it's a quick, it's a quick like, what, yeah. 20, 30 minutes? Yeah, nothing. It's just, yeah. I mean, not even. Because you, all you have to do is make sure the meat is cooked. I guess if you're making fresh tomato sauce, that's different. That'd be a little bit. I don't longer. even think it's okay. So I'm. A, do you have Do you have it down how, how to make a matriciana? Because I'm assuming it's what. You no. Make, yeah. You yeah. make the guanciale. You make the guanciale. Pull it. Yes. You have your sauce. Throw um, the tomatoes like on the. Well, because you want to make your fat. Yes, and then yes, and then exactly yeah, and then you mash up those tomatoes because you're gonna probably throw in peeled whole tomatoes. Oh no, I use crushed whole, crushed tomatoes. Crushed red tomatoes. And it's from the same brand that Ina Garden likes, so don't roll your eyes at me. It's the same brand. Ina Garden uses it. I it's have, fine. I have a... I won't say it. I'll tell you after the pod, but I have a conspiracy theory about Ina Garden. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I, but we'll, that'll be after the pod. Shade? Okay. No, not shade. She's great. I love her. But anyways, yes. So you do that. You throw it on the meat, and then you, you just get your pasta. Throw it in there? Yeah, and you throw your... Yeah, get your pasta. Right, that doesn't take like 30 minutes. It's actually. literally super easy. You just have to make sure your meat's cooked. Yeah. But yeah, so, and I didn't put meat, and so I looked like an idiot. Oh, the white wine. You render the white wine. Make sure you always, I learned this in MasterChef the other night, always burn off your alcohol. Always. You just learned this from well, MasterChef? Well, because, I mean, I, I knew that, but then I saw this contestant who did it in his dessert. He just poured in white wine and, like, blended it. And they were like, did you not? Don't we all become master chefs oh, uh, when we watch like cooking competitions going, yeah. oh, that fucking yeah, idiot. He should have cooled his pastry. He should have left proof to longer. I'm like, this idiot didn't put in his, didn't put his pastry in. What an idiot. Yeah, throw, throw us on the show. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, I would freeze. No way. So those are the ingredients. Um, super easy to make. Really delicious. Uh, really flavorful. Spicy. My dad. My dad's not, my dad's not fat. He's Italian. I like to tell people. Because he's one of those people that will go to an Italian restaurant. We go to we go to La Parlacha. It's in Long Beach, guys. If you don't know, it's delicious. One of the best Italian places in Long Beach. I think it's the best Italian restaurant in my opinion. Probably, but I, I haven't cr- also I haven't been anywhere else. So oh, I cried when I first had it. Really? I'm not kidding. I it was so good. It reminded me my privilege showing here. It reminded me of Rome, and we when we had the the carbonara and the matriciana there. It was so yeah, good. I, so I good. cried. It's very good. He's a Roman. Roman chef, I'm pretty sure, um, which will lead into my next thing. But mm-hmm. my dad is so Italian that he will order La Matriciana for an appetizer. <laughs> oh, my God. I've been living my life com- incorrectly. <laughs> Ordering pasta? And that as- was, it's funny because he does it every time. And wait, wait, wait. wait. Is it shareable? Is it, it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just yeah. Him? Share- well, I mean, he acts like it's shareable, but it is for just him. And it's like <laughs> it's like insane. Every time we always go like, wait, what are you doing? You're ordering... Because we, again, I'm from a family, we were very privileged, we used to have appetizers. Well, we would go out to dinner, I would have, we'd have calamari, you know, salad, whatever, and then we get this fucking plate pasta. of pasta, and we're all, like, throwing in our forks and getting little scoops of it. Well, isn't, I mean, a traditional, uh, excuse me if I'm wrong, like, a traditional dinner is, like, appetizer, salad, pasta, and then the actual entree, yes, and then yeah, dessert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, that's like, he's not wrong, technically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean. But, again, not fat. I'm living my life so wrong. I've never considered ordering a pasta yeah. as an appetizer. Yeah, we, my mom. That's gets, an entree for me. My mom gets pissed off every single time. Why? Because she's like, "What the fuck? Why do you do that? Why do you do that?" And then she gets really mad. Didn't at Didn't realize your mom was Mario. Yeah, yeah, she is. She is the exact. Yeah, she actually walks around in overalls. It's crazy. In a little red hat. <laughs> I never noticed that until just now. That's crazy. 
with a little M on it for mom. It's crazy. Um, anyways, okay, so let's get into the background. Amatriciana. So there's four renowned pastas in Italy. Uh, Rome, it's called the Eternal City in quotation marks. Um, the four renowned pastas are carbonara, uh, pasta alla gricia, which is just like a white sauce pasta with um, guanciale, cacio e pepe, which is pepper and cream, mm-hmm. right? Uh, pasta, and then la matriciana, which is the only tomato-based dish in that f- group of four. My favorite is carbonara. I will get into that one another day because it's my favorite pasta, and I love it. Uh, but anyways, it's not made in Rome, actually. It was popular popularized in Rome because Rome has recently become, not recently, probably for a while now, has become one of the biggest like food centers of the world, right? Uh-huh. A lot of different immigrants go there, you know, Italians go there, and they converge and make all these beautiful dishes. Um, this recipe actually was initiated and started in Amatrice, which is a, and again, I'm sorry if I mispronounce things, it's a small little town two hours east of Rome, um, the Lazio region, and the original recipe t- dates back a thousand years, almost, um, a millennium. And like I said before, it was originated when the shepherds would they would take they would go on their jobs of the day and they would take cheese, guanciale, and fresh pasta, bucatini usually, and they would uh, you know do their work for the day and then combine all these dishes for lunch or combine all these ingredients for lunch and make this creamy, meaty, uh, filling so delish, dish. right? Yeah, delish, delish. I said delish, not dish. <laughs> meaty d- d- dish. But the funny thing, and I talked about this when we talked about lasagna, is that. There wasn't tomatoes back then, right? Tomatoes weren't uh, originated in Italy. What came first, lasagna or matriciana? Um, I think lasagna. I okay. mean, I mean, from what my research says, lasagna was that okay. you know lobs in the English. Right? No, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but I think matriciana um, came after, right? And so tomatoes weren't around. So back in the day, they would just make this thing called matriciana bianca, which is white. Amatriciana, which basically resembled what we all know as today as pasta alla gricia, which is the white sauce and guanciale dish. Is that the difference? Is it cream and tomato sauce? Yep. Yep. Yo, we're going to make this. Yep. And so this was before tomatoes were introduced in the 1700s, as I said in the lasagna episode. But the the introduction of tomatoes for this specific dish, they have two, two two possibilities, which I thought there's the original, which is tomatoes and chilies came from the americas uh you know throughout more traveling and trade and slavery slavery and all that great stuff back in the day and then the second reason which uh you know they they don't know if this one is for sure but in 1529 the city of amatrice was burnt by spanish invaders and um when they fled to the 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 amatrice citizens fled to the kingdom of naples they started experimenting with tomatoes that usually back in the day were considered too acidic. So mm-hmm. they started using that in their dishes. And then they made amatriciana. Interesting. Yeah. Um, it was first, you know, recorded, actually written down in 1790 by Chef Francesco Leonardi in the book La Piccio Moderno. And it was a tribute to Apicius, who was a very old chef from mm-hmm. the, the AD ages. I don't know. 17 to 37 AD. But yeah, that's Alla Matriciana. Some not fun facts, but sad facts about the city of Amatrice. In 2016, it was uh, devastated by a really terrible earthquake, and they lost a lot of lives, and they had to like kind of exit the city and build like kind of around it. Mm-hmm. Um, earthquakes are very prevalent, which I found out, which I didn't know in Italy. 
Um, wow. So they've had a lot of terrible accidents back then because they have a lot of old uh, buildings and, you know, unfortunately that's what happened. So I don't know if the, it's still, the town is still around, but it's not as upkept Mm-hmm. Obviously, as it as it was now, you know, fun news. It's popular now. Amatriciana, oh, I love dish. it. Yeah, everyone loves it. It's spicy. It's meaty. It's creamy. Honestly, if you like spaghetti and red sauce, going with like a and you feeling feeling a little spicy. Yeah, that's a very, this is a very good point. Yes, you just just try them. Try the amatriciana. Yeah. It's so good. It's it's like the spaghetti that you know and love, but yeah. has a little kick to it. And instead of the meatballs, you get a little more flavor from the, yep. the guanciale, mm-hmm. which again, Marco mentioned. Similar flavor profile to bacon, just a little fattier, but it gets a nice crisp to it. allows for that crispness yeah. as opposed to bacon, which burns after leaving it on the stove for too long. Yeah. Yes. Why'd you laugh at I that? I just thought is, it is it because I, I burnt the bacon yeah. like a couple weeks ago? Yeah. I'm just laughing at burnt bacon. But yeah, that's it. I mean, if you guys want to know more, hit us up, DM us. Oh yeah, we're always more than happy to research deeper. But again, we have such limited time. Yeah, we're always we're most likely going to revisit these episodes anyways. Yeah, um, because there's just so much to learn about each dish and so much to reflect on and be able to show you guys. It's it. We just wanted. Put something out there and, and hope you guys listen and like, subscribe. Yes, please. Enjoy. And yeah, order Amatriciana the next time you go to an Italian restaurant. You'll be... You won't be, you you won't be, be disappointed You won't be disappointed. Yeah. Quickly, what's some, what are some quick facts about Amatriciana here? Originated in the small city of Amatrice next to Rome in the Lazio region. It's made with bucatini pasta, which has a long hole in it, and guanciale, white wine, red pepper flakes... And tomato sauce, and it used to be Amatriciana Bianca, and it changed when the and tomatoes were introduced. Awesome! All right, quick, quick, uh, you know, a little segment here: Amatriciana lasagna. Which one you got? Amatriciana. Oh wow, that was quick. Yeah, that I, was a lot quicker than I thought. He again, would. it's well, fuck. I mean, Amatriciana with spaghetti, honestly, because I'm not a bucatini guy, oh. which I'm gonna get flamed for. 100% people are going to get pissed. Man, I, I, seriously, I'm still shocked that you don't like... I don't want to go into my sexy talk again. I don't want to talk about it sexy again, okay? I don't want to get anyone aroused in this pod. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. The too much flopping. Too much flopping is going on. Too much got, Too much things hitting my face. I got a DM last week saying your voice was too sexy. <laughs> and I was like, damn. What about my voice? He said you sound like a troll. And I was like, damn, okay. Wait, I didn't get one of those. DM me. Tell me if go my check, voice is go, sexy. No, go check the DMs. <laughs> All right, guys, that's the end of our episode. We really appreciate you listening. Again, like and subscribe if you haven't already. Rate us. It really helps us. It goes a long way for us to appear on Apple Podcasts here. Five stars only. uh, Only. And if you have anything less than that, don't don't leave a review. It's fine. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah, just go away. (laughs) And as always, guys, grab a plate, stay hungry, and uh, fill your minds with some knowledge. Yum. Yum.